Well, in our gospel today, we have the well-known parable of the lost sheep. And certainly, the Lord is teaching us about God's individual love for us, how God relates to us at an individual level and at a personal level. It's as if we are the only one that exists when he takes care for us, when he looks after us, when he is concerned about us and seeks us. It's as if we alone exist and no one, and he kind of forgets about everybody else. And he's able to do that for every one of us individually. And that's a, that's a remarkable thing, uh, that, that God can do. And, uh, there's also, there's a, there's an interesting, in addition to that kind of basic, uh, message, I think, of the gospel, there's a very interesting interpretation I've read from an ancient saint, Saint Cyril. I think it was Saint Cyril of Jerusalem, not Cyril of Alexandria. There's a fourth century saint in any event. And, uh, he's, he's of the opinion, and I think it's a very plausible interpretation that, the 99 that he leaves, that the shepherd leaves, are angels, and that the the one sheep that's astray represents humanity. And uh, the uh, kind of the plausibility of that um, interpretation uh, increases when you place this parable as it appears in the Gospel of Luke, although we're reading it in Matthew, but when it appears in the Gospel of Luke, it's in the context of the parable of the Good Samaritan. And the Good Samaritan... Uh, has traditionally been interpreted, and there's a very, very profound interpretations of it having to do with the incarnation, with Christ himself coming down and seeking out humanity, and the the donkey that the Good Samaritan places the uh, half-dead um, uh, traveler on is a representation of Christ's body, and that Christ bore our sins in his body. And uh, there's this whole kind of incarnational theme uh, in the parable of the Good Samaritan, um, because there's this, this Jerusalem is very high and, uh, Jericho is extremely low. In fact, it's the lowest city, uh, in the world, believe it or not, uh, in terms of, um, altitude. And so there's this whole descent that the, uh, Good Samaritan does. He travels from Jerusalem and he's going down or the, 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 um, the man who's attacked by robbers. So there's this whole idea of God coming down, this kind of this from heaven to earth sort of direction. And if you notice here, where are the sheep? The sheep are in the hills. And so the lost sheep is down somewhere in a ravine. And so there's this whole descent that the, the good shepherd makes as he goes to seek out that lost sheep. And he leaves the 99 up on the hills. So that reading that we're talking about angels here is a very, it's a very profound one. And, uh, we are, uh, thinking about angels, you know, um, the difference between a human being and an angel is so vast because angels are so much more intelligent than human beings. And, uh, they're so much more powerful. Uh, there's just a huge, huge difference. Um, Nonetheless, it seems, according to this parable, if this interpretation is right, and then of course many other passages and many other sort of principles in our in our uh, uh, tradition would would very strongly suggest that we have a vocation to join the angelic ranks. And in fact, again, it's kind of one of these very deeply embedded opinions in our in our theological opinions in our tradition that uh, the angels who fell and who rebelled. Um, 
their places were absent and God essentially created human beings to fill those absent places. Okay, So we have this huge vocation, this really, really exalted vocation. I'd like to try to re- remind everybody about that, uh, about how exalted our vocation is. What we're called to is so great. And I think sometimes we sell ourselves short and we think, oh, I'm just a nobody, here I am, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But if you think about, if you think of yourself as not being able to do much or to really aspire to anything, well, that's where you're going to stay. But if you understand that God has a huge, amazing vocation for you, then the possibilities, I mean, if God has that opinion of you, if he thinks that you can be, you know, called to the level of the angels, well, then that possibility then starts to open up in your mind and you start to view the world, uh, as in, in a very different manner and you view yourself in a very different manner and the sky's the limit um, at that point so it's very important to 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 see you know where our um our vocation is and the amazing heights of holiness to which we're we're called we're called to join the ranks of the angels i always like to uh uh, clarify, it's like there's these certain things that I find in my pastoral experience where I'm like, okay, this is definitely a point that I have to address over and over and over again, and I can never address it enough. So these these little mistakes that a lot of Catholics have. So, for example, with the Immaculate Conception that we had yesterday, I always will start every homily on the Immaculate Conception by saying, the Immaculate Conception is not the conception of Jesus in Mary's womb. Okay, so many people think that. The Immaculate Conception is the conception of Mary in the womb of her mother, St. Anne. Another thing that I'm finding that's a very widespread thought out there is that when we die, we become angels. Has anybody ever heard this or kind of thought this or perceived this? You know, I don't know, but I'm finding this amongst younger Catholics that they have this kind of idea that when you die, you become an angel. I'm finding that very widespread in, my, in religious education. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with the, with young kids and then also with the people even my age as they think when you die, you become an angel. Okay, So it's really important to clarify, human beings and angels are two very, very distinct beings and you never transform into an angel. But with that said, it, it is a very profound truth that we have this vocation to join the ranks of the angels. How awesome is that? We will always be human beings. We're never going to turn into an angel. <laughs> but the idea that we're called to join the ranks of the angels, how awesome is that? I also like the, the version of this gospel in uh, in Luke because the shepherd picks up the sheep and he puts it on his shoulders. Yeah, isn't that a great image? And you've got a lot of artwork where you have the good shepherd. He's got the sheep on his shoulders. And again, it's the same thing, the good Samaritan picking up the body of that man that was the victim of the robbers and placing it on his donkey. So also the good shepherd picking us up. So Christ came down and then he lifted us up. He's elevating us, taking human nature and elevating it to the level of the, the supernatural uh, vocation. How awesome is that? So today, my brothers and sisters, uh, let's pray that, that Christ lift us up and give us uh, a vision of holiness and a desire for heaven and a desire to uh, to join uh, the ranks of the angels uh, where our uh, our destiny lies. 